Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning on this Wednesday, Wickety Whack Wednesday. Hello, Angie. Hello, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on your free download, the iHeartRadio app on your smart speaker and driving in on the old car radio. Now, uh, yesterday, if you hadn't heard, on CTV Ottawa last night, they had this uh, big story about how Roger Greenberg, who is well known for the Minto Group and OSEG, uh, made a $25 million donation towards the Ottawa Civic. Yeah, the Ottawa Hospital launched their campaign to create uh, tomorrow. And this is a $500 million campaign to build a much-needed new hospital in our area. And $25 million will be a nice big chunk of that $500 million that's necessary to pull it off. What Mm -hmm. a way to kick that off. They say this is the biggest fundraising effort the city of Ottawa has ever had to undertake. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of money. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, though, I mean, this is such a huge undertaking, such a massive project. But what is the the timeline? About six years? Six years. It should be ready and... uh and ready to go by 2028. That is pretty outstanding if you think about it. Within six years, like in mm-hmm. our children's lifetime, they're going to have this incredible world-class hospital. And let's all be honest, if anyone has been through the Civic Campus, that hospital needs a makeover. Yeah. <laughs> that, just, that whole site. <laughs> just the fact that each patient will get their own room is, is a massive thing because as a, as a patient, I've been at the hospital mm-hmm. and you need your own room. Yeah. Trust me. So that will be one one of the parts. I mean, the other part of it is obviously uh, very necessary things for patients that are like, for example, trauma patients that are being transported there. There's no helicopter launch pad or landing pad. Oh. And patients that are airlifted there right now have to be brought across the street and then ambulanced over what? to the hospital. Yeah. Across the street, across Carling Avenue. Well, the hospital is 100 years old, so. It is. So, I mean, things like that will be a game changer for future patients and uh, medical care. So, I mean, I gave birth to both my daughters. um, Well, actually, all three of my kids. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that third one, too. (laughs) All three of my kids were born there. And I can confirm. I mean, I started a long time ago. My oldest is 18 and my youngest is six. And I can confirm it needs work. (laughs) I mean, obviously, the care was amazing. It's not I'm talking about. The staff is wonderful. But the the facility itself. Yeah, you can only do so much when yeah. when yeah. you're limited by the facility. You feel its age mm-hmm. is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. Yeah, you can look there. at the fancy website at the Ottawa Hospital Foundation. I was going through it this morning. It's it's really they got a lot of drawings which I like. The renderings of what <laughs> I like this the drawings. Is, yeah, <laughs> it looks impressive. No it, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great space. It looks like what the national capital city of Canada should have. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Know, let's be honest. Yeah. Instead of uh, what is uh, in existence there right now. So huge campaign six years from now could be our reality ohfoundation.ca to see for yourself when you think useless think of Stu. hey everybody welcome welcome it's stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on move 100 all right iphone users get ready to have your mind exploded when you hear this uh, useless fact okay you you both are on iphones as i am mm-hmm. so we're all three on iphones and a lot of our listeners are, have iphones and this fact, you're going to be mind blown. Here we go. Steve Jobs. Remember Steve Jobs from Apple? Mm-hmm. Yes. He never wrote a single line of programming code. Never. You think that's mind blowing? Totally. <laughs> Wasn't he just the money behind it, though? 
Well, he's the money in the brains, but mm-hmm. never wrote a single Obviously. line. Obviously. I mean, mm. he's Steve Jobs. He had people to do that for him. Yeah, but you, I would have thought in my naivete that he would have at least written some code. And none. Not a single line of code. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Did Zuckerberg? Did, I guess he did it all, yeah, he, right? For yeah, Facebook? Yeah, yeah he, he did definitely did. Yeah, because yeah, he started that when he was in college and created it with a couple other people. Yeah. yeah. And then they said he ripped us off, and then they went to court. And Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. The Social. What, what was the movie? Uh, the, I think The Social. Yeah. The social or, yeah. something. Yeah. Okay, so Jobs is um, lazy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> What do you rate that fact, Janelle? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that surprised. So I'm only going to give you why a you six this morning because <laughs> I mean, he had so many people working under and with him. Like, yeah. Often yeah. when you're the money, you have just like people who do all that for you. You oversee everything, but it doesn't mean that you're the technical whiz behind it. You know, he it. had the idea, and so you hire somebody to do the grunt work because either you don't know how to do it or you don't want to do it. Yeah. You bring people on board. Okay, so a six from Janelle. Come on, Anna. Come on. I don't know. Just because you said like four times how mind-blowing it was going to be, I feel a little bit let down. <laughs> I, I'll give you a seven. I'll give you All that. Right, thank you very much. To the scores you go at 10 0 uh, Soccer mom, hmm, not blind, mind-blowing, but a still decent fact. I'll give you a six. See, Stu, your own mom, who always gives you tens, says she's giving you a seven-ish on that. What? Your mother. Yeah. Your mother. Yeah. Out of the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. You're out. <laughs> Connie the Wound Care Nurse, you have to be a programmer to write code, not a mind-blowing fact. I'll give you a four. See, I think you just oversold it is what your problem was, because Soccer Mom says the same. Hmm, not mind-blowing, but a decent fact. It's a six. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Soccer Mom's getting read twice now, okay? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider as, as Dad Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Have you never watched this movie? Not great, Stu. We give you two. What? Oh. Oh. Uh, Gusto, also from the Hall of Fame. See, not mind blown. <laughs> Your facts seem better when, when I was in the Hall of Fame. Because, yes, you threw him out in a fit of rage the other day. Uh, and he's giving you a four now. <laughs> Thank you to Boss Traveler. That is an interesting fact. On my iPhone, I can give you a 10. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, looks like another six here from Baby B's nanny. That's what happens when you have too much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh. It was mind blowing to me. That's all that matters. I love what I love what Cranky Craig just said. This just in: Ralph Lauren never used a sewing machine. <laughs> Gave you a four. <laughs> this is not your. This is not your bit. This is mine. Your mother texted back to you. I don't care if I'm out of the Hall of Fame. I have another favorite child. <laughs> that would be her dog. <laughs> Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. So there you are at a gathering, a party with some people, and you know, you're trying to leave. The obvious thing, polite thing to do would be to go around the room, say goodbye to everyone. But a new study shows that that might be costing you dearly. It might be shaving days off your life. So it all comes down to an equation in this study. So the amount of gatherings we go to per year versus the amount of time it says to say goodbye equals how many hours lost. And it equates to about two days a year that we lose just saying goodbye. Come on. (laughs) Not even kidding. Like two full days of your year just saying goodbye. This has got to be in normal times too. In the last couple of years, we've saved up all of that time. But we're getting back into that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, you talk about just, you know, gatherings in general, could be a work gathering, could be family, could Mm -hmm. be friends, you know, go to a party. It doesn't have to be massive affairs, but it does take quite a bit of time to say goodbye to everybody. And then you inevitably get into those conversations as you're trying to say goodbye to people. (laughs) And that's that's what takes my wife a long time. So I, I skirt out, get the car warmed up, even if it's in the summer. I don't care. I, I I'm going to warm up the car in 30 degrees. Yeah, I get out and let her handle that. So, so that's your strategy, your exit yeah, strategy. Leave totally. it to Connie. Poor totally. Connie. Have, I, have you like waited in the car for like 30 plus minutes for her in the past? because no, I don't wait. So you just leave towards the door yeah. and let her do all the dirty work. Exactly. <laughs> I don't have time for small little stuff like that. No. What no about, time for me. What about walking into the room? Do you go around the room and say hello to everybody? Do you at least do that? <laughs> if it's necessary. <laughs> if I have to. Like, you don't even say anything to the host? Like, the person who just well, had you at their house? You won't, You just dip? I'll, I'll just, I'll give them a quick thank, thank you, and I, I have to go to the car right now. <laughs> That's very much you, though. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is so you. It does not surprise me. No. I, I am one of those people who takes forever to leave. Yes, and... you do. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend knows it. And, and like, honestly, in the last couple of years, it's mostly just been leaving family gatherings. So mm-hmm. leaving my parents' place. And when we know we have a seven-hour drive back, it drives him insane. We oh, always yeah. leave at least a half hour after I say we're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I could see this racking up to at least two years. But when you're talking about... Two days. Or, sorry, Not two, two days, years. Two days. <laughs> But when you're talking about like bigger, bigger party situations, I don't know that I'm saying goodbye to everyone, Mm. but I do say goodbye to a lot of people. Yeah, there's a fine line where it's awkward or fine, right? (laughs) So I am guilty of this too. I'm a hugger. And I come into the room hugging everyone and even the people who brought someone that I don't even know yet because then I feel awkward not hugging them (laughs) because I've just hugged the person they're with. So I'll hug you if I don't even know you. I'm that awkward person. Because she's pre-lit. No, because and then when I'm leaving, though, too, I'm the same. Like Adam just kind of like, all right, let's go. But I go around the room and I feel like I have to say goodbye Mm. and hug or whatever every single person that was there or I feel rude. It's just (laughs) something that in me, I feel rude if I don't. And I am losing days off doing that. (laughs) But it's just like a guilt thing. You feel like they're going to think like, oh, and you didn't say bye to me. (laughs) And I've had friends who have dipped out on me when Mm. I've been out at like the bar with them. Just gone, up and gone, and had no idea where they went. She's like, yeah, sorry, I did that Irish goodbye last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was worried about you getting home. Yeah. But, I mean, you need a strategy. It's true. Like, all of us don't really have a good one. <laughs> I think that what some people do, I mean, maybe I can't speak for myself because I don't have kids, but I think kids can be an easy excuse to get out totally mm-hmm. you can just totally. lie you can say oh my gosh and, you know they called there's something going on at home yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then you kind of just stand at a point in the room where everyone can see you and you offer the bye yeah. and you totally. wave into the air and then kids just the kind of turn around yeah, yeah they are for mm-hmm. getting out of things too as we've talked about before but what we're curious like what do you do in this situation is this you are you the person that has a hard time not saying goodbye to everyone in the room or do you just have a good strategy that just gets you out quick and dirty? <laughs> Let us know what you do. Text it into 10 Uh You know what Stephanie says? Uh, personal goodbyes and thank yous to the host 
And then a quick goodbye as she's walking out to anyone else who calls her on and says, oh, are you leaving? And say, I, yeah, 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 yeah. But not to like everyone else. I mean, mm. I think we can all agree. At least you say goodbye to the host, right? Yeah. Yes. I think yes. like at, at minimum, thank them for mm-hmm. having you. Yeah. Um, a few of you have mentioned that you just simply don't remember because it has been so long. Um, <laughs> Since we've had parties that big. That, feel yeah. that. Um, Dawn, I love her technique. She just says, I yell goodbye as I'm walking out. She's just like not ashamed of being loud. She's that person who's like, well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Don is leaving the party. <laughs> Don has left the building. I like that strategy. <laughs> I mean, a lot of you rely on your significant others, right? For the yes. strategy. Yeah. You have a plan going in. You talk about it and you know the exit strategy. Like Lindsay says that she always has to come up with one with her husband, Chris, because he's the guilty party for the long dragged out yeah. goodbyes. She leaves him chatting. He makes the rounds. She gives him the eyes. She's like, you're all familiar with the eyes eyes. reminding you it's time to leave she's like 60 percent of the time it works all of the time (laughs) so they'd go in with the plan but it doesn't always go that way and i think uh when all else fails this person who texted us in at 10 0 30 you know a family situation i'm hugging everybody goodbye but out of the bar with some friends or at a big party irish goodbye all the way Mm. i've always been that she was here a minute ago, friend. <laughs> For someone who has the long goodbyes, I'm definitely that girl at the bar. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you are. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. His day in court yesterday in his defamation trial against his ex, Amber Heard. And he has waited a long time to get up there and have his say. He said this has been a six-long-year battle against her. And uh, he got up there, though, and he described this whole scenario and his court sort of rise to fame and then fall from grace as... One day you're Cinderella, so to speak, and then six seconds later you're Quasimodo. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is how he described himself. And, I mean, obviously his whole uh, persona has taken a beating, obviously, in the press uh, since all of this began. But they began the first, uh, you know, day of his testimony. And every time they asked him a question, he would give these Lord of, like, like, long stream of consciousness sort of answers. He would go back into his childhood and, like... Just like these long soliloquies that people were like, um, and then he would get to the end and he would say, I forgot what the original question was. Oh my gosh. What? So the trial is in its second week. It's expected to last six weeks, but depending on how long he stays on the stand, it could go six years at this point. Sounds like it. And do you know something that came out during his time up there? Uh, the lawyer kept referencing Pirates of the Caribbean and his movies. He's, he said, yeah, I've never even seen those movies. He's never watched Pirates of the Caribbean. No, never seen him. How could you not watch that movie? No, he just, I don't know if he just doesn't watch himself in general, but he's Mm. never seen his movies. Anyway, interesting. We'll see what happens for him on the stand today and how long that takes. But (laughs) speaking of movies, Netflix, how do we feel about this? They have admitted that they have lost 
640,000 subscribers in the U.S. and Canada alone, only in the first quarter of this year. Mm -hmm. And this was not something they saw coming, but uh, they're talking about ways they're going to get out of this. And some of the things that are on the table is, uh, obviously, we've heard that they would start, you know, cracking down and, you know, charging for these shared subscriptions between households. We've heard that they might pull back investments in new content on the platform. But now they've said another option for them will be to introduce ads on Netflix. These are all reasons that people don't want But they say in exchange for them bringing in the ads, you would pay lower fees to be subscribing to Mm -hmm. Netflix. So so if it charged you less, would you be okay with ads? I'd be okay with ads as long as the ad doesn't run in the middle of the movie. Like on Facebook, when I'm watching something really great, like ultimately an ad will come up in the middle of it, and I hate it. Does this happen on other? Yeah, Amazon platforms? Prime does ads, and they only right. and it's only for other shows that they have and other movies okay. that they have. And I actually don't mind it. It's like a thirty second whatever trailer for a movie or a TV show yeah. in between episodes. Or before the movie. I wouldn't mind that. It gives you something to maybe watch. Yeah, it uh, honestly piques my interest on a lot of different things. So they do that, but I don't know if we're talking like, you know, car ads or what kind of of ads they're talking about for Netflix. Like I'd pay a premium, and and we obviously do, for not seeing commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that's what I enjoy about it. But they have so much competition now with Prime, with, you know, Crave, with Disney Plus and everything else. Is it surprising that people are leaving the platform? Not really. uh, It's also because a lot of their their programming sucks. Well, everyone's watched everything on Netflix. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> they don't have enough stuff. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, so we'll see what they do uh, to address all of that. But yeah, they're losing big time. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? Yeah, all right. We have Gord and Jennifer on the line. And um, Angie, you will be going first with Gord this morning. Yeah, I lost yesterday. Hi. Yes, you did. Hi, Gord. How are you? I'm great, Angie. How are you? I am good. I'm okay. ready to shut down this braggy pants over here over his one win. <laughs> all right. We, we get first choice of categories, and they are uh, thanks to Julia Fortin, who sent in our categories. We have words with O-U or words with O-W. Hmm. O-W. O-W. Okay. Here we go. This says moo. Cow. Yes, and wolves go, oh, what is that? Cow. Yes, uh, and uh, a queen wears this on her head. Uh, crown. Yes, uh, when I'm not smiling, I have a mmm. Crown. Yes, uh, and it's not a city, it's a small. Town. Yes, uh, and a bear might go, what is he doing? Cow. Yeah, uh, and another word for a bird or like, uh, um, it's like. Uh, oh. Foul after on the buzzer. the buzzer. After the buzzer. What? You did? It was after the buzzer. I thought it was on, on too. No, no, it was after the buzzer. It doesn't matter okay. because I make the call, so <laughs> it's on the buzzer. <laughs> oh, you do like you totally pulled out foul. I was like, where do I go with this? Good job on you. All right, so hang on the line. All right, good game. Who am I playing with? You are playing with Jennifer. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning. We have to get seven to beat Angie. We to tie. Come on, Stu. We can do it. No, she only got six. 
do. I make the call, and I said it was on the buzzer. All right, well, let's see what you get, and then we'll figure out if All we right. even have to worry about it. What's the category in? Uh, words with O-U. You ready? I'm ready. Let's All right, it. three, two, one. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. What am I doing? Counting. And get... Um, oh. Yes, oh. and yes. Uh, I mean, yelling really loud. What am I doing? Shout. Yes. Shouting. And, Yes, and a circle of the big is is what uh, what shape? A circle, a circle is, is what shape? What a shape is a circle? <laughs> circle. Okay, skip it. Um, the dog uh, were the uh, round, bad dog. Round, round. Okay, yes, that's right. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Oh. <laughs> so you don't have to debate it with Janelle because you got four, so it didn't matter anyway. Janelle threw me off. Come on. Oh, oh, sorry, Jennifer. You'll have to try <laughs> again. Okay. Play again. Thank it's going to be Gord today. Oh, Congratulations. Geez. Thanks a lot. Great job. <laughs> Great job. Uh, all right. Tell him what he's won. All right. Well, we have some tickets. You've just won a pair of passes to Rick Mercer at TD Place on April the 30th as he hosts the Just for Last Comedy Night in Canada. Fantastic. I'm a big fan of his. Oh, great. Right. Sweet. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the show. show. Thanks so much. Ladies and gentlemen. Moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. So imagine you're playing a contest called Password to Paradise that gets you to Royal Sandals Barbados. And imagine if we called you. What would you say? Imagine you'd be pretty excited. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's pretty much the reality. Every day we get to make these awesome phone calls, hearing you scream, hearing your voices shake. Let's see if we can make that happen again. Hello? Bronwyn Bradley? Yes, that is it, me. It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Hello. Hello. We got a hold of you. We've been trying for a little while now. Yes. I was in the shower, and then I think the call dropped. I don't know what's happening. There, I'm so happy you got a hold of me. Don't move. Okay, I'm not. I'm not walking around my house. Nothing. Did you enter our contest for uh, Password to Paradise? I absolutely did. We're calling to let you know you didn't win. <laughs> Well, well, thanks for letting me know. I really I appreciate the customer. Yes, service. we offer that service to thousands upon thousands of people. We love to disappoint daily. Yes. You are you are absolutely kept busy. Love that for you guys. Love that for you guys. <laughs> Broadway, you're going to Barbados! Woo! Oh my God! Thank you so much. Who are you going to take with you? Uh, I will be taking my boyfriend with me. Oh, what's his name? Ooh. His name is Evan. Evan and Bronwyn on the beaches of Barbados. Oh my God! I can't believe it. I am awake now. I haven't even had my coffee, but now I'm absolutely awake. Thank you. <laughs> she's at her shower. She's at her coffee. She just went a trip. It's time to get on with the day. Ready to start the day? Absolutely. Well, you guys are absolutely love this whole vacation. Um, I mean, this resort is none like anything else I've ever been to. And you guys can figure out when you want to travel down to beautiful Barbados. Oh my God! Yeah, haven't traveled since the pandemic started, so this will be it. First trip back. Nice. Absolutely. Oh, thank you.
latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, in another twist and turn in the years-long battle between Brad and Angelina, she appears to be in the midst now of suing the FBI. Huh? So, a woman identified as Jane Doe in court documents obtained by media outlets is suing the FBI for information regarding an investigation into an alleged domestic violence uh, incident on a private jet several years ago. I mean, all the details of the case match exactly the description of what led to the couple's breakup back then. But uh, the lawsuit says that she has public status and wants to remain anonymous, but is seeking information about their investigation at the time because, of course, they investigated it and then they publicly announced that they were closing the investigation without further action against Brad Pitt. So she wants to know why. And she wants all the paperwork all the investigation documents, all of the findings from that, uh, and basically discover what was their basis for doing nothing. This whole thing is ugly. Still looking, obviously, for something, maybe material still to help with that custody yeah. battle issue, etc. But uh, nothing is closed when it comes to these two. Everything just keeps getting reopened. So, are you guys a fan of the Oreo? Like the uh, Oreo, totally. right? of course. Love the Oreo. Don't well, say something bad. Don't say something no, bad, please. No, it's not bad. The favorite cookie has a new field of science dedicated to it. It is called Oreology. And they're studying <laughs> the flow and fracture of the Oreo. Oh, my and gosh. It's, it's a cookie. actually researchers at MIT. You've heard heard of MIT, right? Yeah. They use the latest high-tech lab tools and engineering, uh, you know, information at their disposal. So they're trying to solve this ongoing Oreo enigma about, um, you know, the secrets behind all the ways that we eat it. So they invented an Oreometer, which is a 3D printing device designed for Oreos. So they could keep printing more and keep doing these lab tests. So they did find in the end that there is absolutely no trick, no way, no how, no gadget, no nothing for opening up an Oreo and getting even distribution on icing on both sides of the cookie halves. You're just, Wait a minute. It's not going to happen. Oh, pay- yeah. Somebody paid for this to have this done? Well, no, they're researchers. They're I thought, at school. You, I thought yeah. you always, when you cracked open an aura, you wanted all the icing on one side and you wanted it to perfectly come off the other side. Oh, people no. want no. to either have it on one side or they want even distribution between the two sides. Oh. But yeah, it will never be equal. It'll always just be like kind of half moons on both sides. But uh, if you want to pull apart the cookie to lick the icing on yeah. the inside, the key is to go slow. Because most people just try to twist really quickly, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're turning a bottle cap or something. But twisting slow versus fast will result in less cookie fracture most of the time. It's ridiculous. And (laughs) if you're a dunker in the milk, the magic amount of time you have is no longer than 60 seconds before full crumbling happens. That's the maximum time you have before you got to eat that. I don't know what's worse, the fact that Oreo paid to have this done or the fact that we're talking about it. I want to go to MIT now. Who knew I was? Yeah. I would qualify? I'm signing up. That's amazing. <laughs> Imagine having to do this as your research project. They're winning, and that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So yesterday was the official launch of the Ottawa Hospital's $500 million campaign to create tomorrow. So the goal is to build the new campus on Carling Avenue and transform the future of healthcare here in Ottawa. 
Local patient Bushra Saeed Khan was on hand for the launch yesterday to talk about what this new campus will mean for patients. And in fact, her devastating injuries uh, with these, she didn't know if she'd even be able to have children. And yesterday, she brought them both to the launch because this new hospital will be for them too one day. And here's a little bit of the story that she told. So back in 2009, I was eight weeks into a one-year diplomatic mission in Afghanistan when the vehicle I was in hit an IED. It was uh, I was only one of very few to survive. My injuries were devastating. The explosion was so fierce it left my abdomen and legs critically wounded. I underwent nearly 50 surgeries, including the amputation of one leg and years of intensive rehab at the Ottawa Hospital. My injuries may have occurred thousands of kilometers away, but every day the Ottawa Hospital Trauma Center is ready whenever critically injured patients arrive. And while the care team was exceptional, I quickly realized how outdated the Civic Campus had become. When I arrived by air ambulance, I had to be transported across Carling Avenue by ambulance. So a rooftop helipad with direct access to a trauma bay will be a game changer for patients. I can't believe that's the way that they have to transport patients right now. Shared rooms, she says, were a challenge for both she and her roommates, especially when her night terrors from PTSD would cause me to wake up and scream. Single patient rooms uh, is part of the plan for the new hospital. uh, And she says that would change and allow each patient to help with their privacy or heal with the privacy that they deserve. Single patient rooms also means space for family members to stay overnight, which is so key for so many people in recovery. Big time. And one of the first questions she says at the moment she regained consciousness was whether I would ever be able to have a baby. And at the time, my physicians were unsure if I'd be able to carry a child full term. In 2018, I was incredibly lucky to become pregnant with my first child. As I neared my due date, I had to temporarily switch back to a wheelchair. I also learned accessible birthing rooms are not easy to find in a building that is nearly 100 years old. But with the new campus, it will epitomize excellence in universal accessibility and improve care for patients with a wide range of disabilities. So the Ottawa Hospital team, she says, gave me my life back, and now it's time to give them the -the state-of-the-art facility they need and we, the patients, deserve. As a mom of two small children, I know that we owe them the healthiest future we can give them. They deserve the very best of care. And we know that this hospital build will take about six years, and that means it will be there for when our kids need this type of care. And, I mean, this hospital design is going to be at the forefront for technology, for patient mm-hmm. care across the country. Yeah, yeah. it's going to have, like, the, the whatever's latest technology. Oh, yeah, it. absolutely. So it's time for the major upgrade to see photos of the future of medical care here in Ottawa. You can go to their website, and we, too, can all help build a, a better tomorrow. Uh, they're taking donations. They got a massive donation yesterday from Minto as well. ohfoundation.ca.